0: Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. I'm Alex. I'm Harry. Today, we're taking a look at an article on entrepreneur.com by Alexandra Cote and this is a more business or professional oriented look at working from home self-care insofar as we're not necessarily taking our foot off the gas rather we're redirecting our energies into some other constructive directed tasks because I know for some people they want to relax and do less and other people want to exert themselves and do more I know I'm constantly stuck in between telling myself to relax for a bit but also get more stuff done and it kind of leads to maybe a bit of a schizophrenic approach to it but the first thing here is this idea of really paying attention to personal development outside of your career and that is the idea of finishing work for the day and then going out and trying to grow in a different arena definitely i think this is i think this
1: is sort of a nice halfway house if you see what i mean i think you know the kind of overarching Thought from my perspective is, is is this is all really great advice and definitely something that that we should all be thinking about because there's a real opportunity here to kind of spend this time that we, that we otherwise would be spending drinking beer or watching football to kind of further develop ourselves and, and kind of really learn new skills and all this kind of stuff, which I think is really important. I think it's also important to say, though, to be mindful of how we're approaching this and to the kind of stuff that we've talked about before in previous episodes, not letting... Basically, this could really take over work-life balance. I know I'm guilty of this, again, of just kind of using all the spare time to actually do work-related things. And while these professional development things or personal development things can really be separate from work entirely and and actually don't even have to be directly connected to the industry you work in or the career that you've got, but it still is quite worky. And so... I think it's important to just kind of stress again, like it's important to have that work and life separation and not let the two bleed into each other. But that being said, so long as we can kind of not let this dominate everything and we really do allow ourselves some time to read a book or just sit, you know, there is a lot of extra time that we have that we can be doing to to really kind of benefit our careers and our minds.
0: I think the point you made about it being work-related is really important because one of the things I've decided that i'll do is i need to learn more about sales and marketing i don't need to become an efficient sales and marketeer but i do need to know more than the nothing i currently know about them so that is that's something that i do want to do and i have been dedicating time to but you're right is that it can become a gradient and you never fully escape work during the day exactly
1: it's not it's not directly work related, but it is it just carries that worky vibe, and that's just you know, it's not giving yourself that mental kind of downtime, I think.
0: Further along the spectrum away from worky stuff, it's for me personally another thing is we make podcasts as a business, but I've have wanted for quite some time to make something for myself. And so that is something that definitely counts as personal development. And although it is the same industry it's not it's completely detached from first of all anyone else's expectations or budgets or timelines and so it is kind of it's definitely personal i think the other thing that's you know one of the really common ones
1: is learning a language and that is really non-work related um but is always an amazing kind of personal development thing it's um which can be super useful for work as it turns out, but it's just, you know, in its own right, a really satisfying kind of endeavour. And there's loads of things like that 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 I think are are great. You know, they kind of, they almost bridge that, blur that line between like hobby and personal development. So I think those kinds of things are are, are really great to do and I would love um, love to do that.
0: But now we're into the area of the second point from this article that we've picked out, which is picking a hobby. And this is something that, I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on here before, I think I have, but... The hobbies that I used to have during high school totally disintegrated and kind of disappeared as I went to university. And I've come back and gone into working life and I've kind of discovered that a lot of the hobbies that I used to have I just don't have anymore for one reason or another. So I think this is a perfect opportunity to reinstitute some of them, whatever they may be. I
1: know I've fallen into that that trap my well a a trap to a certain degree there's some there's some hobbies that I'm glad I dropped so I used to be an an avid video game player and that would be not healthy (laughs) you know staying up till 3am playing violent games is definitely not something that's that's good for personal development I don't think or at least not all the time but yeah making music is a huge one for me that I used to spend a a huge amount of time doing and now I spend a huge amount of time thinking about it but I don't actually do it and so while it is another audio related thing it's a it's a hobby that I miss greatly. And I think quite often the best hobbies are creative ones. You know, when you've got some output of some sort that you can look at afterwards and say, this is what I did as
0: as a result of my hobby. It also raises the interesting question of if you were to just pick one out of thin air, what would you pick? Which I suppose this, this point in the article is an invitation to do that is to pick a new hobby because all of my hobbies, even the ones I don't keep up anymore, they all involve some form of really, intense attention to detail and some form of a painstaking process so if I were to pick a hobby I would definitely pick something that doesn't involve concentration for hours on hours on hours on hours what out of interest what what kind of hobbies are we talking what were you what were you into one of the biggest ones was I used to make scale models
1: a lot that's kind of what I had in my mind when you were saying that that's interesting yeah yeah that takes
0: hours and I love doing it but it's again you just stay in that sort of mental gear 24 7 and i don't think that's necessarily a good right. idea i mean there's
1: something to be said for like flow state you know if you had a flow state where you're just kind of like in the zone basically and that's just really healthy because you're just like not thinking about anything apart from the task in hand and so whether that's like painting a warhammer thing or building a ship or something you know it's really easy to well not easy actually i find it quite difficult but if you're into that kind of thing to just like really be in the zone like that's actually quite a healthy mental state to be in But I can, I do see what you're saying, like it is quite a heavy sort of mental load as well. You can't just sort of flop doing it, you're kind of really
0: doing it. (laughs) But it, it becomes similar to work, which is editing podcasts insofar as that it's a similar mental state for me insofar as you're preoccupied with it to the point where the task is, that's just the only thing that's really in your mind. And that is a good thing, it is really useful, but maybe I should have something else that I do. Maybe a sport or some some sort of team sport, which is not obviously not doable at the moment, but something that was maybe on the other end of the spectrum that forces you to get outside of your head a bit. Actually,
1: that's a that's an interesting one. So I there's a a guy I follow on Twitter called Naval who's sort of famous for these big tweet storms that he does. He's kind of a you know entrepreneur VC type guy, um, super interesting. But one of the things he sorts of talks about or has referenced, I'm not sure if it's his idea or someone else's, but I, I I heard it from him is that you should have a hobby that keeps you creative and a hobby that keeps you healthy. And was there another one? But anyway, <laughs> what I took away from it is you should have a, a hobby that keeps you healthy and a, a hobby that keeps you creative. And so for me that's been music as the creative outlet and and mountain biking as the one that keeps you healthy. And I think uh, that's a good way to kind of think about it. You want some sort of hobby that gets you outside exercising in a way that you enjoy and will actually do on a regular basis. Because for me, running while I do it is not like always the most enthrallingly exciting thing. Um, Whereas mountain biking is really exciting.
0: The third point here that we've highlighted is don't overexert yourself. And this is about drawing the line. And I think we've both fairly thoroughly demonstrated in previous episodes that this is an area that we struggle with is that first of all where ideally would we draw the line and second of all do we pay attention to it definitely because i have i definitely have a point in the day at which i would ideally draw a line but the point at which i actually pay attention to it is definitely later than the point at which i draw it
1: yep absolutely i'm exactly the same you know my line is drawn at six o'clock when it's bath time for my son but i i very rarely do not then return to some form of work related task so yeah i don't have a huge amount to add to that i think it's just a really good point something to stay conscious of
0: There is a balancing act and if you have any success whatsoever in actually applying this to your life then please do let us know wfh at lowerstreet.co i think it's one thing to talk about these things often speculatively but it's another to hear from people who've actually done them so If you have had success with drawing this lane in the sand, then do let us know and we'd be happy to have a chat about it.
1: As ever, more information available at wfhpodcast.com. And we'd really appreciate if you could share this episode with one other person that is working from home that you think would enjoy this episode.